Hey everybody, Alex here. Before we start the show, I just want to let you know it's that time again. It's been almost a year, but we're getting ready to open up another round of sponsorships. It's the Summer of Fun sponsorship round where you can send us on an adventure. You can make us do anything that you want us to do uh, that we are physically capable of doing and doesn't cost way more than the price of the sponsorship. So go to read-weep.com slash sponsor right now. Fill out an application. It's basically just a little email form. It sends us all of your information um, of what you want to do and why we should do it. And and if uh, we'll pick a few of them, we'll pick a, as many as we can get done. And then uh, we're going to go have another month and a half of fun uh, summer episodes. So please get in there right now. Sponsor an episode. Uh, apply to sponsor an episode. Tell us uh, all the reasons, all the bonus points you've earned over the years for being a great listener or friend of the show, uh, a meet buddy, a uh, previous sponsor, all of the things. And uh, then just come up with an awesome idea of something in the physical world that we can do that's not just media to review and we will ideally it could be something from your childhood in the summer uh, but it does not have to be it can be something that you've always wanted to try and have never tried it could be something like that anyway uh Re and Weep sponsorships open tomorrow august 8th 2019 and they run we'll have the sponsorships uh, applications open for about a week so get in there now fill that out and we're going to pick some winners it's going to be great now enjoy the show glad you finished your updates and are ready to go uh, yeah, sorry about that. As my computer's been dumb. Yeah, no, it's uh, that's how Windows does. They used to do well. Actually, so I think the 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 way the updates work on Windows right now is partially because of us. Oh, that's actually a thing that I think our podcast changed. Do you remember this as? Yeah. Well, I mean that that time you know you went on your big Steve Ballmer rant and they drove well, him out of the company because of developers, it. developers, developers, developers. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, nerds. Um, no, I. It was it was a it was a pack your mics. A couple okay. seasons ago, we were recording a pack your mics, and my computer in the middle of the show was just like, um, "We have a critical update that we are installing now," and then there's no button to cancel it, and it just shut the computer down. And well, they said it was critical. Yeah, it was apparently very important. You don't remember this as, but like, it, and I was hosting the call, so the whole podcast goes down, and I uh, went on a very long Twitter rant, and there is like a, a high up Windows developer who. Um, follows me on Twitter. I think he listens to Read and Weep and not Pack Your Mics, but like listen to the whole thing and like asked me a bunch of questions about it and was like, uh. you know, this seems like this shouldn't happen this way and like filled out a, a high level internal bug report about it and we went back and forth on like things that should be available. He's like, because we want to do it. We actually want it. We want to kind of force you to do these because you won't do them and they're very dangerous. And I was like, yeah, but just let me pick a time. And then like a few months later, there was an update to Windows and you can pick the time when your update's going to happen now. Was that update forced? Uh, that one was forced. In the future, it got better. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I really like. I don't. I don't know how yeah, effective we actually job. were, but it felt like we were kind of related. That, I, I mean, the idea that Microsoft gives a shit and listens to any feedback is hilarious to me. Well, it was uh, a developer in a developer thing, you know. It's, yeah, yeah, but I'm saying even then he was just collecting your answers so they could laugh about you <laughs> at the office on Monday. I mean, that's anytime you send. I, I think like big companies, you know, when they're like they're, your computer crash, or you like to send us your information. It's, it's just they put it on the whiteboard and just laugh and laugh about it. Look at what this guy was doing <laughs> when this program crashed. What is, an asshole! That is a, that's a very plausible theory. Very good banter. Yeah. You want to talk about drinks? Yeah.
Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a podcast that used to be about books. Uh, now we are about mostly nostalgia, I guess, is the theme here, is the through line. Uh, reinvestigating our former selves. Have, have you pitched my official name for this new second season yet? Uh, no, I don't think I have. Remind me. Re- redo it and weep. Oh, yeah. I forgot. We had some good listener mail from Ezra the other day. Yeah. <laughs> Take it all down. Yeah, redo it and weep. That is what we're doing right now. Um, we are For season two of the show, which we are uh, now 28 episodes deep in, um, we are um, re- we're revisiting things from our youth mostly and seeing how they hold up. Uh, we've talked for the summer. We've been talking about all kinds of real life experiences instead of movies. Uh, and today marks not only uh, the 20th episode of season two and the seventh episode of the se- summer of fun, but also the beginning of wet month. Oh, oh man, God. we're trying to like I, I, <laughs> every year it sneaks up on me. <laughs> Pay attention. To, yeah, like, the TV commercials and get your lists in order. But every year it feels like wet month comes earlier and earlier. We I should, I that's mean, true. <laughs> I so def- I don't know about you, but I'm tired of seeing wet month ads in like June, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Let I'm us enjoy t- our summer. I think it's time yeah. to change, guys. I think I think that all those ads are also commercializing wet month. I think they've yeah. lost the true meaning of wet month, which was dampness, right? It was dampness. Of course, it was dampness. It wasn't about buying. <laughs> the dampness was inside you all along, Alex. <laughs> I mean, you are 30% water, right? Like, inside you, very deep. Whoa. If you're 30% water, Alex, you have so many problems. Wait, is it 80%? That's, yeah, it's supposed yeah, to be way more than 30. <laughs> no, I keep it dry, actually. I keep it nice. Wow. I keep it Dangerously at so. Even 30%. Yeah. Don't you push your dry month agenda on me. <laughs> I, I mean, okay, but that's probably one of those facts that's a lie, right? Oh, my God. Guys, January. It's got to be, like, dry January, right? We had to do because that's the thing people do. Oh, yeah. That's no. true. Yeah, and we can Alex. Watch things like Dune. Yeah, yes, we can rewatch yeah. Dune. Mm-hmm. Oh, get, we actually, get ready for the new version of Dune that comes out next year. We actually uh, watched Dune for a wet month back in the day. Oh, you did? Because oh, okay. wet was a Sting. priority. Well, and Sting was very sweaty, right? Yeah, Sting was sweaty. They had to drink their own pee, which is a pretty wet activity. You know, there's not a lot of stories you tell from episodes I went on that I was like, oh, I'm glad I'm, I'm bummed I missed that. Uh, but honestly, talking about uh, Dune uh, would be a lot of fun, especially because there's so much weird shit. Did you guys even talk about how that's an Alan Smithy joint? Um, no. I, I, you know? I don't remember. Maybe. I- God, I love Dune. Anthony, whenever yeah. you want to talk some Dune. Yeah, we'll just, do a redune. Redune? Yeah, I redune yeah, I, I, I mean, I know we're here to talk about old drinks, but can I just mention yeah. that uh that Dune remake that's coming out next year yeah. oh is God. gonna be real good. Everyone's yeah? dads are real excited. <laughs> Everyone's dad it has the greatest cast. It's, it's so Denny good. Denny being new. It's everyone's Directing boyfriends. It. It's boyfriends yes. as far as the eye can see. In that <laughs> yeah. So oh excited. my god. I, it's 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 like so many hot boys and so many hot dads. I'm so excited. Wow. It super yeah. sounds like you guys are being serious now, which is not what I was expecting. No, I love I Dune. Legit- this is not a joke. Yeah. No, I, I know, like sir, I believe that you love Dune, but the I new love- one being good seems unlikely. Uh, the new one directed by Danny Villeneuve, like the greatest living Canadian filmmaker. And Ooh. I'm counting. Ooh, I'm so, 
so insulting to throw the word Canadian in there, Anthony. Yeah. No, it's, it's I a mean, strong shot of being successful. All the no, people I, involved in it are, are really good. Amazing. Yeah. Do a whole companion TV series about the Benny Gesserit, which I'm really yeah. into. Well, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Look, it's. I think it has no chance of being successful. I think good. <laughs> Absolutely. I think it will probably be legitimately great. Like, one of the best sci-fi films made. Uh, Interesting. Like, most of Danny Villeneuve's films are. But I think no one wants to see a big action version of Dune. I don't know who the audience for that is. Dads. Again, dads. Uh, yeah. Dads, yet. Yeah. Dads all the way down. I th- yeah, I think it will maybe do okay. I don't think it's going to do... I don't know. It's like Blade Runner 2049 was awesome, but, like... Yeah. Didn't make any money, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. Like, okay. Well, I look wait. forward to watching that, and I would be happy to rewatch Dune with uh, you and Sarah since you both missed it the first time. Oh God, we could read yes, the book please. also. Uh, uh, also, Anthony, you, you put you put that dude above uh, uh, James Cameron and Cronenberg? Uh, Are you you just uh, Google greatest living Canadian filmmakers? Just yeah, Canadian I mean, director. I know I, I couldn't name a, a single one, so. Yeah, I mean, first off, I, I wouldn't need the Google search that. I could have told you that straight off the dome. <laughs> uh, my top five Canadian directors. Uh, All right, what are the last two? I, yeah, name two more. Two more Canadian directors? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I really put myself in a bit of a pickle here. <laughs> Uh, it's so funny to watch someone talk themselves into a corner yeah. that fast. Like, it it wasn't like you had one left. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I, I think we, you know, make this reference a lot on the show, but you and me, we, we live a lifestyle like Gattaca. We save nothing for the way exactly. back. You know? <laughs> we, just, we, we definitely talk like Gattaca. We, yeah. We don't exercise much, but we do talk like we are not leaving any for the way home. Uh, it looks uh, like you yeah. could have done uh, Ivan Reitman and Jason Reitman also. Well, you uh, can't do two Reitmans. Two Reitmans yeah. make the wrong man, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, between drinks. the two Reitmans, I'd say we have a fairly good single director. But oh. I think you gotta you gotta stack the Reitmans. Oh, you so, know? You, so you have you're saying together they are only two and a half Reitmen. Yeah, I mean, it's like, because for every good Reitman movie, there's a bad Reitman movie, okay. right? We're, you know, we're uh, off in a... Um, I'm sure everyone is keeping up with you but me, but I am hella lost. So let's... Drinks! Um, drinks in summer! Actually, really quick, before we do drinks. Nope. <laughs> I do just want to acknowledge, because somebody else noticed, but I just want to acknowledge... Um, yeah, this is like almost... This is a bit melancholy for me, but last episode, I just figured out, was actually our 500th episode of the show. Which oh, well, is if you count with the numbers, with, which is a monumental number and one that we should have done a huge blowout about. But because we moved up to season two, I had lost track, and so I had no idea. So, congratulations to us, Woo! Yeah, really, guys! That's really impressive. Yeah, yeah. Five, oh, yeah. we leveled up. Yeah, we leveled up. <laughs> um, yeah, five hundred episodes of this and i believe i was gone one so i think this is my 500th episode yes this on the is show. Your, yeah because there's the yeah alex is yeah the search for missing alex the one. search for missing yeah. alex yeah i don't think i've missed any other ones but uh man that's a lot of podcasts to have done you guys mm-hmm. like like surely we would be successful by now right uh well i mean there's yes if if volume equated to success yes well and think. i mean Let's, I know we have, haven't been talking about it because it's a very sensitive subject, but 
The pod fade is happening. The podcast medium is slowly dying, as the New York Times recently told the world, right? Oh, I'm okay. really? I didn't see that. Away made me scream. Oh. oh, did you not see that article, Alex? No, Speaking I didn't. Everyone, look it up. We oh. really shouldn't get into this other tangent yeah. because I don't want to get really negative. But everyone but should no. look it up and just enjoy it and, and form yeah. their own opinions. I think this is oh. a beautiful thing, especially uh, talking about us doing five episodes, uh, five hundred episodes of this show. Uh, but the New York Times last week ran the big editorial about these. Uh, these two, like, 20-somethings who started a podcast, they admit solely to expand their personal brands sure. and because they thought it would be an easy money-making opportunity. Gross. They did six <laughs> episodes, recorded on their iPhones, uh, and it was not an immediate success, so they quit. Thus, the podcast as a medium is dying. This is, is the New York the- Times article? This is a New York Times article, yeah. It's about the these two people who barely tried for six episodes. <laughs> and <laughs> thus thus the medium of podcasting is on its way out is okay. the the point of this article. Counterpoint it's, counterpoint Anthony, if anyone knows about a dying medium, it's gonna be the New York Times, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's um That's true. Man, uh it's also like the subhead I finally found this article. The subhead is that um, blogs are an indication that this is going away, as like as if we're not reading blogs all the goddamn time. We just yeah. like it looks like a news like they just are a million dollar news organization. BuzzFeed's a fucking blog. They're huge. Yeah. Look, Alex. I don't know. Have you ever really barely tried anything six times? <laughs> and you know how what it's like to pit yourself out there just barely a whole half baker's dozen. Not even a half baker's dozen. Less than a half baker's yeah, dozen yeah, yeah, times. Yeah. Six thirteenths of a baker's dozen. Yeah. <laughs> and just to have have the world reject it, I mean, it's a shame, you know? Wait, are they not making fun of these late? It feels like it's making no, fun it's, of these women. It is completely earnest. Like, yeah, you know, if they had gotten in on the ground floor with Sarah Cragen four years earlier, they'd be rich. But they did it. Oh man, uh, it's, it's man. This is okay. Anyway, oh man. Okay, drinks. I, Sarah, wait, Sarah, can you be a little negative for me? No. Oh, <laughs> nailed okay. it. That was negative. Um, I want to hear what you're. Why you're so mad about the whole thing? I don't. Well, I don't want to talk about this. I want to talk about drinks. All right, well, drinks. All right, those well, are my two topics that my contract <laughs> says I can talk true. about today. I didn't. Tr- Otherwise, I didn't, you have to talk to my manager. I didn't want to trick you topics. into coming on a show and talking about the New York Times article about this podcaster with a hairless cat. Can we, can we still talk about um, uh, wrestling fashion, or is that like all you cannot actually talk about that on any other show? Sarah, I would be happy to talk about that on any other show. Okay, okay I didn't great. know what like what your contract was like. <laughs> it's only oh. only being negative about other things that are pointless to talk about. A, a, a quick another side tangent because I feel like this episode <laughs> hasn't had enough real fast. I just uh-huh. want drinks. How how excited are you about AEW coming out solely because you now your your amount of wrestling uh, that you can watch and talk about fashion is doubling by a hundred percent in a few days. It's really yep. exciting because uh, also it's a, a company that um, seems to be trying to make strides towards inclusivity in a different way oh, than the WWE uh, yeah. has. So it makes me feel a lot better to talk and think about it 
And yeah, actually, it's... in our last couple episodes, we've pretty much focused on AEW wrestlers, and it's been really That's nice. <laughs> awesome. That is so fucking cool to hear. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's isn't really it great. great? It's like, for, you know, for a long time, the only show in town has literally been ran by a devil Coney man. Yeah. So, like, the idea that there's, like, a, a good, interesting comp- competitor coming out, it's it's such an exciting time. Can you it's guys, really, um, really so, Sarah, since you won't, okay, how about this? How about <laughs> you tell me what AEW is and what the heck you guys are talking about, and then you give me just uh-huh. one hint as to what made you mad about the New York Times article. Okay, AEW <laughs> is a new wrestling promotion. It stands for All Elite Wrestling. Oh, it okay. Is- uh, set up to be a direct competitor to the WWE, but it is attempting to put the wrestlers' needs first and be more inclusive. Uh, so is it wrestling work? fans are pretty excited about it. It actually yeah. might work because there's a lot of really good star power behind it, and the and the, legit money. Yes, like the the Khan family uh, own like the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they're like an automotive mm-hmm. dynasty. So. Uh, an absurd, a legit amount of money, which is the main thing no competitors ever actually had. And a um, TV deal in place. Yeah. And, like, it, the people that they signed are all, like, incredibly popular on smaller wrestling circuits. So there's, like, a built-in fan base they're bringing to it. Um, Crazy. Yeah. And Are they touring you know, and doing live shows? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. Can they we go, Anthony? In, in Vegas to start it out. Yeah, I mean they're like it's it's very um, sporadic and starting out, but like if they do ever come to town, I would love to. But I have no idea what their traveling schedule is like because, okay. right. like we're saying, they're brand new. The show yeah, yeah. premieres what next week or this I month so. or something like that. Yeah. Okay, we'll keep an eye out. And your hint. Uh, you can be one people more. gotta try a little bit. <laughs> All right. that's, that's so my, that's my view so um this seems like a good time to introduce you to our panel <laughs> so i am the host of the show i'm alex falcone i'm on twitter at alex underscore falcone and i'm joined by both of my co-co-hosts today in portland oregon mr anthony lopez uh, excited to be here. Sorry, I'm all hopped up on sugary water drinks. Man, so if this is all, we are hydrated and sugared. Um, also yeah. joining me in uh, uh, the East Bay. Uh, please welcome back Ezra Fox. Alex, it's it's wet month. I, I'm I've never been wetter. <laughs> never. This is so many drinks, guys. This is a lot of drinks. Yeah. Um, I, well, Sarah and I were talking a little bit before the recording, and um, I don't feel like either of us put in as much effort as you did, Ezra, so maybe you could have been drier. Yeah, if that was the name of the month, I would (laughs) have. And to be fair, you you did miss swimming last week, so you have a lot of wet to make up for. I'm catching up. That's true. Oh, man, you didn't get any of those pool nachos. And then our very special guest, uh, at Sarah Hathaway on Twitter, also uh, one of the co-hosts of the KFAB podcast about wrestling and fashion's intersection. Uh, Please welcome back Sarah Hathaway. Hello. Uh, Would you like a cup of this cool, refreshing podcast? It costs only 25 cents. (laughs) Oh, what a great business idea. Um. I am so excited to be talking about summer beverages today. So for uh, our Summer of Fun episode today, we are talking about things that were common drinks for us when we were, uh, when we were kids. Um, mostly, well, and, and now. 
Yeah, and some, some overlap. Yeah, there's some overlap with now. So in this list, Ezra and I spent way too much time texting about this, but um, and I'm sorry for your like actual real life productivity as, but um, one thing that we agree is there could be some hints of modernness in some of our lists, which I don't think Anthony and Sarah got to do as much, but um, Ezra and I both snuck one more modern thing into our lists. Basically, it doesn't matter. The point well, is, well, and I I'll get to this, but I found uh, the, you know they say you can't go home again. They do say that. Uh, uh, and as a as an adult, it's the the supermarket going back to try to find specific drinks. Mm-hmm. Things have changed, and they were very different, and it was intimidating and scary. Yeah, so many new flavors of everything. Yeah. New form factors, new yep. ways to mix things. Yep. There were items I literally didn't even know what to do, but they were too small. It was, just, it was weird. Yeah, uh, super weird. Um I uh, I appreciate you making that effort. So here's what we did today. So we each nominated three beverages from our youth, and um, the audience together nominated three uh, from our Facebook and Twitter polls, nominated their three beverages of summer, and we are going to discuss all of them on a four-point scale uh, for refreshingness, craveability, or chugosity, depending on the kind of drink, um, food accompaniment, and how summer you feel while you're drinking it. So those four things will combine for an overall wetness score, and we're going to determine who, what the ultimate childhood summer beverage is. Um, we're going to do this um, a little bit more of like in a pile. Uh, it's not going to be the most organized yeah, yeah, yeah. discussion. Aside from like our normal, very structured podcast. This is good to <laughs> break that out, Alex. Um, yeah, well, so let's do... Uh, Let's, yeah, so let's just have each person, we'll just go around and have you, you're going to make the case for the item, you're going to tell us the, the the items on your list, or I'll tell you the items that you've mentioned, you're going to make the case for those items on your list, and then we're going to talk about them, and then we'll discuss Ooh, them on the that's scale. That's hard, man. Yeah. Well, can, can we also say at least which ones we, we all had? Yeah, yeah. So, like, so uh, Which ones we all drank, like for this one specifically. Oh, yes, sure. Which ones we've all had to drink recently. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I'm going to start with you, Anthony. So Anthony, your list was a well actually first of all we have to discuss this so you put on your list a soda graveyard which is a a beverage that i know is a suicide so can you guys weigh in on this well i think i also have always been they're completely interchangeable there's a 50 50 chance i just said suicide and we don't have this conversation right right that's what i was asking other people i'd never heard of graveyard so i was asking how other like as in Sarah, how did you hear about it growing up? So Anthony, you said it was like interchangeable in your your childhood. Yeah, yeah that's exactly it. Yeah, uh, I think I I knew it as a suicide. I have never done this. I don't think I knew anyone who did it either. You didn't know someone who did it? No. Oh, well, let me tell you, my town where I grew up did not have a place that had a soda machine for a long oh. time. Oh, interesting. Dang. Yeah, so I don't think we had like a place where we would have been allowed yeah. to go on our own. To get I soda. never learned it with sodas. This was a Slurpee thing when I was oh. when, with my friend oh, circle. Oh God, <laughs> I don't know why that's like drinks. repulsive to me. Um, we yeah. So I and I it's, I actually feel bad not having put Slurpee on my list, but fortunately the audience nominated it. Um, but uh, Slurpee was a big part of my middle school because we like I the school was like a block away from a 7-Eleven and I had like drama club which was like 30 minutes or 20 minutes after school let out so we would all go over and get Slurpees before drama club like almost every day so I had a million Slurpees and yeah the Slurpee suicide was a a common activity as was Uh, secretly putting a candy bar in the cup before you filled it up (gasps) and then getting a free candy bar oh my god oh wait oh oh, I understand to steal it yeah yeah Yeah. for stealing yeah oh I thought it was just drink 
You thought you were just drinking the candy bar. <laughs> Al- okay, Alex, no, but back that up. So you would like like a criminal digging a like a file out of a cake. Yes. You would leave the 7-Eleven and then put your hand in your Sloopy. You were still intending to drink and fish out your icy to candy. To be clear, who was done. To be clear, not something that I was doing. Something that people in my friend circle were doing. Uh, okay. Uh, this was a common activity, and yeah, it was. It was like it was like buried treasure, man. You like you take the chest uh, full of Butterfinger, you drop it in yeah. the dirt, wait till the coast is clear, dig it out of the dirt. Um, yeah, so I, I think I they, would, the- they would mostly drink around it until it was surfaced. Um, so it was almost like one of those mugs that has like a friendly bear at the bottom of it, waving up when you yeah, finish your hot yeah. chocolate. Caleb has one of those. Yeah, they're they're yeah, great. Uh, I think the point of this is I've never really thought about it, but. Working at a Seven Eleven that's like by the middle school really has to be a hell. Oh my god! It was. It yeah, the, and it was not a nice neighborhood either. There was the yeah. pol- police department had a gang unit stationed a block away from that, so it was like just a garbage nightmare. Um, just trying to crack down on those those like butterfingers in the cups. You, they never. They never. No, we we flew under the radar. We were the uh, no. well, and I've, yeah, I, I mean, mentioned on the they, on the show before. But what happened was they would. Um, the the people who, they had a separate security guard at Seven Eleven who would they'd only let one of us in at a time and he would hold our backpacks and I think I think that was part of the reason why because we were not poor kids uh, really uh, I think that's part of the reason they were stealing Butterfingers and stuff was like on principle for them being treated like criminals they were like oh, we're gonna man. we're gonna yeah, live up to your though. we're gonna live down to your expectations of us. No, I think you guys would just like the guy from the Jinx stealing the sandwich when he had thirty thousand dollars in his yeah. coat. Like you just are doing it for the thrill. For the thrill, sure. That was probably just part of it. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then later, staring at ourselves in the bathroom mirror, like, but I did it. I stole them all. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So this, we've got to the first item. So soda graveyard. Your other two items were uh, red Kool Aid and Italian soda. Um, what did you say originally? You said Italian or soda, Jones or soda. soda or Jones soda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Yes. Um, I wasn't able to track down Italian soda mixings, uh, yeah. so I didn't get that one. That's all right. Uh, but but I where were did... you getting a lot of Italian sodas as a kid? Uh, or is that a more modern church. one? Wait, no, so wait, so- wait, what? So my... Yeah, so I mean, my my I grew up. Uh, I'm sure I've mentioned this before. I've grew, grew up in a very religious family. Mm-hmm, Spent a mm-hmm, lot mm-hmm. of time in church. We would go twice on Sundays and Wednesdays, and a few other times during the week, usually. Um, wow. And my church had uh, uh, it was like a you know a big Pentecostal church. So they will if there's a corner that they can shove a business in, they will. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the church had like a full library, bookstore, and like a coffee bar area that also made Italian sodas for the kids. No really kidding. Cheap. Nice. So it and it was like you know the full syrup variety, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. they would just like let you go crazy. So you, we would actually do like suicides with Italian oh. sodas. Oh man! You know, like mixing things like that. Yeah. Uh, so I. The, to me, if anything, they're incredibly nostalgic because they were like a treat I got as a kid multiple times a week. So Italian yeah. sodas do have a... I haven't had one. God, I don't know. It's probably 15 years. I don't know if I still like them, but they're just... I have an incredible piece of nostalgia for it. Uh, and so, but correct me if I'm wrong, an Italian soda is just a syrup and bubbly water, right? It's just a... Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. So, over, so like, if you have ice. like... 
If, oh, with the crushed ice, I guess. Okay, but if you had a soda stream, you're making Italian sodas all the time. Yeah, or, yeah. I mean, if you go to, like, a soda fountain and they make, like, um... Oh, if like you're, like, a, a freestyle Coke thing now. Yeah, I mean, kind of, yeah. It's very similar to that. Uh, well, you know what I just realized, though, is that the freestyle Coke machine and whatever the Pepsi one is called, like, they've probably ruined the graveyard because now there's, like, 250 beverage options. Mm. You couldn't get all of them in one. You couldn't try well, them all together. It's one of the things about, like, uh, so with my list, uh, it was a little bit tough. And I've I've done a lot of thinking about this. And Good. My, my problem with the graveyard, the reason why I, I didn't do that, because, one, it would be a real waste of soda. Like, the idea of me buying <laughs> a bunch of different sodas just to mix them together. But there, there was something about, like, I remember as a kid having the energy and, like, the bandwidth in my head to remember, like, good formulas for suicides, you know? Oh, you were a uh, chemist. Yeah, just being like, well, I like, I know I want this flavor, this flavor, this flavor, but in a little bit of this one. Uh, but now I got real problems, and the world's on fire, yeah. and I don't have time to for that. And so, so because... So your brain's pushed out that great recipe. Yeah, and like... Also, hasn't this been the- ruined by the fact that Dr. Pepper just made itself a suicide? And so now if you have that in a soda fountain with other things, you're just like... Double suicide? Double Dr. Pepper? Murder-suicide? <laughs> Murder-suicide, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, no, it's uh. also one of those things that is like, you, it's, you can't like recommend it because you, everyone's got to kind of walk their own path. It's not like, uh, <laughs> like a Jones Soda or something where it's like... I could tell you this is a good thing that you would like, and then if you could go to do it, and then, you know, put too much Dr. Pepper and some fucking uh, root beer in there and ruin it entirely and think they're terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's... It's, it's, it's kind of like, it's kind to bring it back to church, right? It's like, you're, you're really recommending someone becomes more Christ-like, not necessarily actually looking out follows <laughs> Jesus specifically, yeah, right? Exactly. It's like, you gotta, you gotta go there and, like, explore, and that experimentation is really where the value is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's about finding your own peace with your taste buds. It's your you own know? faith journey of yeah. soda. Um, uh, so suicides were not something I've definitely, I, as a as an adult, I've gone back a few times. But my other two drinks were I got uh, a four pack of mixed Jones soda. Nice. Which I had a very strong nostalgia for. Jones soda, for you don't know, it's uh, the original Instagram. In drink form, because <laughs> uh, their labels had a different little black and white image from the people and submitted. You could send in. Yeah. It, they were they were users submitted or users. That's the weird way to yeah. call them. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, some you know submitted uh, things, and you would look at the different photos. And Joan Soda's okay, very sh- sweeter than I remember. Yeah, and the, the that, main, I mean, that's the theme but, of this whole episode is like, whoa, it's way more than I remember. Yeah, this is a lot. Yeah, yeah. And then the the most intimidating thing I was most excited for was red Kool Aid, and like, you know, the thing is, I, I grew up a poor kid as well, and you know, it's like the Chappelle joke. You know, we didn't have juice; we just had like colored drink. You know, like mm. that's what like poor oh, kids yeah, yeah, have. Yeah. You have like. Yeah. Great drink, red drink. So I was excited to get, like, red drink. Go and track down some Kool-Aid. Uh, but, like I said, you can't go home again. The Kool-Aid aisle at the store these days oh are very God. weird. Yeah. It's a lot of, like, small plastic Tide Pod-looking things. Oh. Or little, mm. like, uh, huh. like, like plastic containers that just have liquid that you pour into a different liquid. 
or I ended up getting these like single serving uh, like Kool-Aid packs that you just pour in water bottles. Uh, oh yeah, which, yeah, yeah. I've seen. I mean, there's like a fancy lady version of that. That's like no calories, make your water look yeah, gross. Yeah, and th- this is a version of that that it's like uh, red drink. And the problem is as well. Uh, I got a twenty ounce bottle, and the directions were for a sixteen ounce bottle. Mm. And it's like twenty ounces is gonna make it real mild. So I ended up drinking some of the water. But I think I drank too much because now it's just too sweet. I mean, that's and it's again, it's like, why are they giving me the options to fuck up my own drink? Yeah, so, I just, so there's as two. An adult, there's, I want there's two themes today's want, episode for you at least is too sweet and I used to be better at this. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I think actually that is like <laughs> that that experimentation though. I think is actually at the soul of um, like of the drinks of summer i'm gonna i'm gonna take a stab mm. just because like there's a lot of stuff on the list that is like two things combined together or more all right like so yeah that's true the, you know, basically we got the the root beer float right you got like the, the, the peach like, cream Arnold soda was a popular one yeah um like there's a lot of things where it's like there's some kind of combination and like just like let's let's see what we can do uh let's yeah, add a I thing mean, to a thing honestly i i had thought about uh pitting like a, a left out auto pot as one of my drinks, that was of actually summer. a fan vote. Was like, a uh, was a drinking drinking a um, an otter, otter pop, pop yeah, otter pop slushy, yeah. Which, uh, but so I had an otter pop fairly recently, and those do not hold up very well for me at all. I mean, a big part insane. of they're just they're just it's like it tastes like Kool Aid frozen. It's just like man, people in the like when we were kids, they did not put much effort into our beverages. This is just it's like just sugar and redness. Well, there's a lot of marketing too. Uh, yeah, marketing is good. Um, um, Sarah, Sarah, did you have Jones Soda? Because you're weren't you in the Seattle area? Yeah, no, I had Jones Soda occasionally when I was in high school. Yeah, because um, they were like I they think were I like liked an, the Fufu Berry one. They were like a mid '90s West Coast brand, so I feel like I don't know if everyone got them, but definitely you would have because they were up there. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, I'm going to Google this right now. What Fufu Berry was supposed to be, but I remember drinking that one. Um. Uh, let's see. It does not mention on their website what it is, or on the on the. Uh, it just says the mysteriously charming pink flavor of fufu berry has long been a source of intrigue. Yeah, <laughs> flavor. So I guess I don't know, but it's just kind of yeah, a sweet either. berry flavored one. It's well, kind of purple. Yeah, I would imagine that it it was like you know like the mystery flavors in like the lollipops, yeah. or just yeah, when yeah. they. They they're switching out two different flavors. It's just like the contaminated oh. batch. Oh uh, yeah, what a I imagine idea. that jo- Joan Soda's kind of like that. It's just like, well, we're like I got strawberry, uh, berry lime soda and like a berry lemonade, and it's just like you guys are just mixing flavors like crazy here, just going just nuts. Yeah, I um, I, I don't Jones know if was I like had the any f- other flavors of them. Jones was like the first like cool soda that I remember experiencing. Mm-hmm. That was the first time that soda was trying to be. And now there's like so many good sodas in the world mm-hmm. um, that I don't even think of Jones anymore. And I feel bad about that. Yeah. But I remember like discovering Jones soda and be like, this is available. It's not just which is no, not even yeah, that Jones, it's probably not even that much better. But it was just like exciting at the time. Jones soda is the friendsters of hip drinks. Yes. Like, it, was, the- it, it opened the door for something better to actually come in and take over. And, like, I, I, I just, like, it's so, like, the world we grew up in, 
uh, and like just the idea of like a glass drink had like this weird nostalgia for a totally. time that never existed as for me as a kid. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. Just cans. So to me, I was like, this this comes in a glass bottle. Like my parents said, they so always talk cool. about yeah. they drink. You know. Uh, and it's like me actually being impressed by that was a big part of why I went to totally. Jones and the then like place, you know all the, so so in the keeping with the Friendster theme, like they like did all this work to make glass bottles cool, and then like the big companies were like, oh, we can just do that. We can just put our shit in glass bottles again, and then what a great yeah. idea. Um, all right, so that's a solid list. Uh, Sarah, I'm gonna have you go next. So the list you gave us were frappuccinos, peach cream sodas. And then we're gonna bring in Kyle here for a second for a cheer wine slushy discussion. Yeah, but first, let talk me, me know about whenever. Yeah, let's yeah. talk to me about frappuccinos and peach cream sodas. So, I uh, it's, we just didn't have a lot of like sugary stuff in my house growing up. That yeah. was just sort of a a house policy. So I didn't really. It was like a vacation thing if yes. I like yeah. had a soda or something that was like a special thing. Or like um, it's the same same with me, except it would be like one of the bad kids would I'd go over to his house and try some Kool Aid. Yeah, or like I could have chips <laughs> at their house or something. But uh, when I was in um, junior high and high school, they opened up a Starbucks like basically in the parking lot of my high school. Oh and that's shit! Like you know when you're like starting to drink coffee, which means you drink shit like frappuccinos that are basically just milkshakes so that was like my gateway coffee thing yeah Um, i was also a drama club kid like surprise Mm -hmm. so it before my rehearsals after school i would go like get a frappuccino man if there had been a starbucks there instead of a 7-eleven it would have been the same thing for us for sure yeah no exactly that was like a big deal when that opened and the peach cream sodas is actually what i'm referring to put like a cake pop like in the middle of it and like try to steal walk out with that (laughs) that yeah what or uh whatever else they sell at the register there is like just sliding a what a kenny g cd in there or like a best of weezer just in the middle of the cup a hardbound yeah. copy of the art of racing in the rain yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was at my starbucks forever i don't know why um, yeah so yeah and then the peach cream sodas um what i actually mean by that is not a cream soda like the bottle you might be thinking of that's an italian soda with cream in it oh so it would be the peach flavored italian cream soda Oh, okay. Like, so we did have some overlap the same there. Same thing, but they dump whipped cream into it, so it's more like a mm. milkshake type oh, of consistency. This is sorry. Back a step, which is about the stealing things at Starbucks. That way, that reminds me that that there was a guy when my friends worked at Costco in Reno. They caught a guy doing the adult version of putting a butterfinger in a Slurpee, which is that he bought a washing machine at Costco, and they opened it up and noticed he had filled an entire rack of DVDs into the washing machine. And was planning on like returning the washing machine the next day and keeping all the DVDs he'd smuggled out. So that's like I, I, how you that's grow bad. up. I really thought it was going to be something with the penis because usually if you say the adult version of putting a butterfinger, oh that's true. Usually about a, oh yeah yeah. Penis oh you thought I was going to do like popcorn penis thing, which is not I a mean, real I, thing. There's no such thing as penises or popcorn. Nope. Wow. Totally imaginary. I owe someone a dollar. <laughs> Um, yeah, you're right. That is definitely what it sounded like I was about to say. But anyway, um, sorry. So, so where you where were you getting your um, Italian sodas in the peach flavor with cream in it? That's a really good question. Um, <laughs> oh, actually, here's another good one I could have put on there. I, I imagine where I got a lot of this was from um, this old fashioned soda fountain that was in Tacoma, where my grandmother lived. I used to spend a lot of time. Oh, with my cool! There, and she would take me there for a treat, and I'd either get uh, Italian soda or uh 
chocolate ice cream soda with chocolate ice cream. She explained <laughs> to me this really key difference where if you say you want a chocolate ice cream soda, the default ice cream they use is vanilla. The mm. chocolate comes from chocolate syrup mixed with the soda water. Oh. So you have to ask for chocolate ice cream specifically to get that extra like yeah. dose of chocolate in there. Um, so that was another really good one that I had growing up. But I think I, I went for like the, the fruitier stuff more often in the summer because as we'll get into these scoring metrics, the, the drinkability... I found to be much higher with a, a fruit-based beverage than with like mm. an ice cream-based beverage. Interesting. Okay, so can we get? So we're gonna have a special guest now pop in. So you may yeah. know him if you listen to our spinoff podcast about Top Chef. Pack your mics. He's um, our meat expert. He's a meat spurt on that. He also wanted. He's gonna pop oh. in and tell us about cheer wine smooth or slurpees smoothies. Cheer wine slushies. There they go. Cheer wine slushies. Hold on a sec. Let me yell for him. I can't wait. Yeah. Um okay. and and cheer wine He's coming from the south to tell us about this. <laughs> you think he's gonna bust in like Kool Aid guy? He's just like, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, cheer wine. He was playing Fire Emblem in the corner, and now he's coming over to the table. Cheer wine. <laughs> I believe cheer wine to be not wine. Uh, in my it recent is not wine. Google. Google. I can tell you what cheer wine is. I I for sure was this, that this was going to be our one booze segment because as you've noticed we're keeping this mostly out of booze but now I remember you, he explained cheer wine to me on the other podcast and I had forgotten yes um, hey gang hey, hey Kyle. Kyle welcome back hello Kyle's, good to be here good to be here it's always great to talk to you um, about food specifically um, but you're going to tell us about cheer wine which since none of us grew up in the south none of us were super familiar with it is a true southern delicacy um, I think like a lot of regions have like their regional cherry soda uh, because I know there's like a big red Indian soda in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Ah. Uh, but your wine is unique to the South. You might recognize it if you watch like the first season of uh, Eastbound and Down. Like in the season finale, a giant Cheerwine truck just drives up in the middle of like the last episode, hmm. uh, and it's one of like my happiest moments. <laughs> uh, um, so it is a cherry soda. It is so a it's che- really intensely sweet cherry soda. See, I don't think a, a Cheerwine is as sweet as a Coke, though. Oh, oh interesting. I Do you think I don't? Well, so but here, are wrong. you are you really quick, Kyle? No, no offense, but are your taste buds broken from living in the South? No, because I didn't drink sweet tea. Okay, because that was my main thing, is that sweet tea is so effing sweet. It's in the name, though. It has to be. Well, but it should be called Too Sweet Tea. You don't understand if you're not, like, What's the sequel, Alex? It's drastically different than what you think. It's like, oh, putting some sweetener in a tea. Yes. No, it's, like, Mm. mostly mostly sugar with a little bit of tea. It's tea-flavored syrup, and it is gnarly. Yeah, it's... it's more of a way they were looking for a way to cut the sugar with something more than <laughs> they were trying to yeah, cut up the tea else. with Let's sugar. Let's make the sugar yeah. drinkable. I, I, yeah, I worked, exactly. I mean, it's I good, but it is South. crazy. Well, when you make a sweet tea in the South, you make like regular tea from like the Brita machine. And then you take basically like at least two cups of sugar put like hot water from the coffee machine, mix that up to make liquid sugar, and then pour that directly into the tea. Oof. Oh, God. Yeah, this is rough. Um, okay, but so back to cheer wine. So, so cheer wine yes. is this it, it, uh, possibly very sweet, possibly not that sweet, um, depending on how your taste buds have survived. Um, cherry soda. And then you would make slushies out of it. Yes, this is. I worked as a lifeguard every summer, and like the specialty at our snack bar was they just had like this sort of uh, slushy margarita machine that you can like 
buy for your house, but it's like a very expensive thing that sure, yeah, makes yeah. like the, the the swirly thing. And then you just dump cheer wine into that so that it would make cheer wine into that consistency. Wow, that's and it was the the everyone who went to the pool had one every day. It was um, it was a money maker. How would you compare it's, it to a like a cherry slurpee? Which was on so our audience be, list. It depends on the consistency. So like I think like a Slurpee does a good job of staying liquid throughout. But with these, since it's kind of made with like a cheaper machine, it'd basically be like half of it, you'd have like a really nice consistency, then you'd suck all the moisture out, then you'd have oh. half a cup of oh, like too much ice. ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a snow cone thing. Mm-hmm. I also want to point out, cheer wine doesn't have the same flavor as other like cherry sodas that I've had. It doesn't taste like the cherry cough syrup kind of thing. Yeah, it is. Does it like taste more cherry. like actual cherries or more like a different chemical cherry? It tastes more vanilla to me. Like yeah, it's, it's it kind of like a roundness to to, to to the flavor, which is like kind of nice. It's like it's very smooth. It tastes like actual cherries to me more. Interesting. Like, with sugar on them. I feel like there's well, so many also- things that are called cherry flavor that. Like, I don't feel like I know what cherry flavor and cherry... I don't think they're the same thing. Like, I don't think of cherry flavor as being cherry-related, if that makes sense. Just like I don't think of, like... Like, banana runts are a flavor that I am familiar with, but and yeah, I would never so say that it was banana-related. Banana no. No, those come from some dark place. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dark magic, but it's useful. Four? And I don't know. It's fun. I like them. I like the banana okay. runs. Okay, so cheer, oh, cheer wine slushy up there. Um, Kyle, give me a, let's go have a quick rundown. Uh, how refreshing, one to five? I'd say a four. It's going to like come, it's going to bring you down a little bit because of how sweet it is. Mm-hmm. And you do have like that thing of ice to like sort of like stab your straw through. Right. Uh, to finish things off. All right. But like it'll cool you off on a hot day. What's your uh, craveability of it? Five. 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 Super high. Right so now. sweet. Uh, <laughs> it does. I mean, it's, you made me want one for sure. Uh, how good is it a food accompaniment? Oh. I'd say. I think cheer wine's pretty, pretty tough to pair with food. It does sound like it. No, it's great with like burgers and yeah. hot dogs. It's, it's great for like outdoor summer foods. I'd say it's still a three because of purely from a functionality standpoint where you have half a drink and then you have to really focus on drinking the ice. Yeah. Mm. You have to do a lot of crunching to get through it. All right. And and how summary do you feel when you drink it? I mean, can I say 10? Yeah. Because yeah. it's only real. available during the summer. It's only served oh, in the pool. Yeah. yeah so like you can't solid. even get the cheer one slushy from September through April. Did you guys also have uh, shitty pool nachos? Uh, no, we were more of a like steamed hot dog pool oh okay okay um <laughs> please tell me it was in the pool <laughs> it was the hot tub we had us. like yeah yeah we had the the baby pool and they'd like cover it a little bit and put just sit yes. the hot dogs in the pool <laughs> all right well um thank you so much for popping in kyle it's always great to talk to you happy to pop in fellas all right yeah um yeah. as we gotta get moving what are your your three beverages are a root beer float ginger beer and then this green tea that i don't want to pronounce what uh talk us through your list yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll see if I can, I'll, I'll go kind of fast. I, I think basically we were not really a super sweet household uh, growing up, especially with the drinks. There was like a kind of an exception we had for a lot of sweets, which was if it was something that my parents like had growing up. Sure. There was like, yeah. they had like, there was like a nostalgia kind of grandfathered in like a bypass rule. So uh, root beer got in on that. Uh, Nilla wafers and Cracker Jacks from my mom was yeah. like also like an okay thing to do. 
for no real reason except just like she liked them and was familiar. And how do you like, feel as a parent about this? Because to me, like that sounds very frustrating as a child, but then now as an adult, it seems super reasonable to be like, no sweets in the household except stuff I like. I mean, really, everything that you say is basically like, what because I like it or don't like it. Like that's everything. That's fair. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, so you just got to yeah, come I mean, to terms with your um, just choosing your own likes. Yeah, I mean, I think like you're not gonna nothing's sustainable if it's just like, oh, I actually I hate this thing, but we're gonna enforce this rule anyway. Not gonna happen. Um, okay, uh, but yeah. So and, and then the the so that's that's how ginger uh, like ginger 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 beer got there. Um, uh, and also, yeah, the root beer float. Uh, I think it's just like it's it it felt like a it's like a little it's more like a, a you can't really DIY a milkshake, really. Like you don't get the consistency quite right. Yeah, it's tough. But like the, I, I feel like the root beer float you make is as good as any root beer float, which is kind of nice. Sorry, what did you say, Sarah? I've I've done actually I've done okay with making yeah? homemade I got, milkshake. I got much, I have an immersion blender. Be, I got much oh, better. Okay. At, yeah, the immersion blender is exactly right. I got better okay, at it in the it. later years of having like a cup and you can do a scoop of ice cream and milk mm-hmm. and get and you can adjust okay. it easier. Traditional that way. blender, I agree. It's almost well, impossible to get. All right, there. good to know that I can do it on the immersion blender now. I'm, I'm, well, I'm gonna do that. And you better. can do them. You, you kind of do like either individual servings or just a big cup and split it with somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and, and I think like the Rupert Float specifically has one of my favorite. I think like. It's just there's like two textures that don't come up anywhere else. One is like sort of like the the kind of like creamier foam that is like like the like the bubbles that are like a little like like kind of uh, opaque. Yeah, I guess that come up the top. And the other thing is the if the temperatures are right, um, you get these like weird refrozen like crystal pockets basically inside of the ice cream of um, of the root beer, where it's like it's like it's like uh, defrosted for a second and then refrozen really quickly. Um, and you get these like kind of like crispy bits. Um, yeah, yeah. That just like those are very two very unique flavors, and it's just like it feels like you can kind of get away with a dessert like at a different time of the day as well. Um, super good. And then like on the very other and, and those for for me those, those are uh, they are craveable, partially chuggable, I guess, because you can have if you want just to have the straw part, you can just go for the root beer uh, down below. Mm. Um, and then yeah, I wouldn't say it's a good food coming exactly, but you know with fries. Uh, specific foods um uh and and pretty summary and and then the other thing um so there's uh uh there's this uh japanese green tea i think the company is uh ito n i think is the name of the company and the like the green tea is like uh oe uh oe ocha um and it is i think we started getting it at at work uh like i don't know uh, seven years ago or so at, at, at the job i was at and yeah when it is like when it is very very cold i found it to be like the most chuggable like refreshing thing i could possibly interesting get. um like it is uh for green tea it's like a it's a pretty tannic uh green tea um uh and it is just like there's something about it that it's like it is it 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 refreshes better than water i think it's something that there's a little bit of the bitterness in it um that is just i think deeply chuggable um it's not summary specifically uh but it's like I, I would like more people to know about this drink. Yeah, uh, it's not it. it's not nostalgic, but it is a this is a current recommendation. Yeah, yeah, right. Like if you get this and you're like you're thirsty, it is it's pretty good on its own. I wouldn't say it's necessarily a food type thing, uh, but you're like, oh man, this is a this is this is a whole thing. So I, I got it from uh, if you're not if your work doesn't currently have it, which makes sense because most works won't. Um, Daiso is a great place to pick it up. Uh, so that's sort of like the, uh, the Japanese man. What a store. what a San Francisco thing to say, which is if your work doesn't have this obscure uh, Japanese beverage for free. Well, no, hold on. It could be a tech company, or it could be you work at Daiso. 
Both those things <laughs> right, are those possible. Two places where that would have it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, people I know in non-tech companies don't usually have such a wide variety of obscure beverages available for well, free. What if you work at Daiso? Yes, or Daiso. Um, yeah. My uh, so my list to round us out, uh, or actually my list, and then the quickly the audience list, which is, I think I want more classic. I don't know. I feel like uh, I have uh, two. Well, two classics and a twist. Uh, lemonade, iced tea, and horchata. So um, lemonade is just the most iconic uh, beverage. I don't know how people are not more excited right away for lemonade. I had like lemonade as a kid. We had lemonade stands. Lemonade is the knee is is the iconic thing for taking a shitty situation and making it better. That's mm. that we this is making lemonade. That's what we call that. Um, Which I think is rude to lemons. I'm a lemon fan. Oh, yeah. Lemons are yeah, terrific. You gotta respect lemons and the work that they do in the kitchen. It should really be when life gives you limes, make limeade, right? I also like well, limes. Get out of here with <laughs> your citrus. All citrus good. No bad citrus. No bad, no citrus. bad citrus. And you know what? Like, it really says a lot about lime, lemons that they take it in stride. You know, they yeah. really, they, they take this bad situation they've got in and they make something of it. Like, God, I'm trying to think of a good metaphor. <laughs> like, yeah. You'll get there one of these days. I, yeah, this, this is right on the tip of my tongue. I just can't figure it you out. You know, Sarah, that we're on board with you. I'm, we're all big fans of, of lemons, I think, especially. Yeah, lemons we've talk, for life. We've talked a lot about well, that. Lemons on, are good, too. On the other show. Thank yeah. you. My whole family is lemons, so I think <laughs> Yeah, my dad's half lemon, but he's not really practicing. Um... <laughs> But I, I do think, yeah, I mean, lemons are incredible. And I just, the, the tartness is be, which was, I think is always there a little bit, but is so much more important to me than pure sweetness. So like lemonade was uh, uh, amazing for a long time. But, and then I found limonada, which is like, mm, what yeah. if we gave you way more lemon than you think you can handle? It was like the warheads of lemon beverage. It's just so intensely lemony and I love it. And then... And then, like much more recently, I found out about uh, drinking vinegar, and I was horrified at the name. But it turns out it's the tartest, and it's so good. And uh, what's the what's the what's the chugosity on drinking vinegar? The chugosity on drinking vinegar is low, but that's because like chugosity was more of a childhood desire. Now I want sippability. Yeah. What I love is a beverage that's not gone right away. Like the problem is if it's too sweet, and I pound it like. I had when I was in the um, when I was in Atlanta a few a little while back. We had a lot of sweet tea, and it's like just gone too fast. And I don't need that many sweet sodas in a row, but it's just so finishable. Um, I'd love a I'd love a thing like I mean that's like that's what soda water is great for. That's what all the sparkling water revolution is about. It's about like I'd like to sip on this for a little while instead of pounding it. Uh, and you can buy more as an adult. That's the thing why you can, um, but my body doesn't need that much more in it. So big fan of drinking vinegar. I highly recommend it. There's a um, local brand called Psalm that I really enjoy. Um, but yeah. It's the most, it's the most Portland thing you can say. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, iced tea. Okay. Obviously iced tea. My mom used to do a classic sun tea where she would just put a mm-hmm. bunch of tea bags in, a, in the, the jar and put it outside for a while. Um, and I don't know if that's better than hot water. I don't know if it's... it's- I like I like it, but it's cool. You know, I, like I love it. it. I love the idea of it. It's, and it's basically cold brew, but like you know, I guess that's true. It's a cool. It's a cold brew tea sun situation. Anyway, so loved iced tea, and even now I prefer it to sweet tea. Although it's not chuggable usually, it's much more of a. Um, oh, a I could chug that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I also like to put absolutely. a lot of lemon in it. I like to be aggressively lemoned, and then just sip on it. It's love. It's lovely. Um, and then this is cheating a little bit because it was not my like super youth, but in in like 
late high school, early college, I found horchata, and horchata is amazing. Um, that's, do you like the horchata cold brew? Coffee? Yes. Yes, I yes. do. Dang. Me too. That is a thing that is available uh, a, a delightful number of places around Los Angeles, and I'm so grateful Yeah, for Stumptown it. does it, which is like one of my regular hangouts here, and it is, oh, it's just so lovely. Um, I also like anything uh, that cuts the cold brew amount down, because cold brew is rocket fuel. A lot. It is so gnarly. Nice. And... I don't understand how they just do it this way, but they're like like a small, like a like a, a normal coffee. If you get a twelve ounce coffee, it's like you know a hundred milligrams of caffeine, and if you get a twelve ounce cold brew, it's three hundred milligrams of caffeine. And they just they just, that's the smallest size. Like the least cold brew you can buy most places is three cups of coffee worth. It's crazy balls. This is really, I think this like the, the cutting, cutting the things that are too strong is like a very consistent part of summer as well. Cause you do need a lot of liquid, but you don't necessarily need the potency. Oh, that's so a good like, point. Yeah. You're trying to hydrate, but you don't need that much like yeah. power. I mean like same with like the, the Arnold Palmer, right. Where it's like, you don't quite want as much like, I think lemon, well, okay. you know, sugar, sugar or caffeine. And also wait, wait, before you go into your rant against Arnold Palmer, cause I know it's coming. Um, uh, my, my buddy Doug, uh, his drink for the summer was a, a shandy, or also known as like a Ritter, which is basically like half beer, half lemonade. Uh, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Those are... Wanna, like, yeah. yeah. Don't want to drink like much, but like want to drink like a lot in quantity, uh, but not alcoholically. Like that's a really nice way. It is deeply refreshing. We, uh, he gave me one with a, a fat tire as, a, as, the, as the beer half. And just like, it's just good. It's like you, oh. you don't get drunk. It's just real nice. I have a recommendation along those lines, too, for a bougie yeah. thing. Um, the German beer company Stiegel has a canned Radler. That's yeah. a grapefruit mm-hmm. one. Yeah. And it is mostly grapefruit soda and a tiny bit of beer. And they come in, like, tall boys. And I see, there's, there's a, a lot of those floating around outside. here. Yeah, people love mm-hmm. that. But the Stiegel one in particular, I think, is very good and extremely drinkable. Um, also, also, the Radler, like, Radler as, like, the origin story is, like, pretty great uh it's basically I mean, from, from what i heard uh it was this uh i guess like pub owner uh like who was running low on beer and had this like a whole a bunch of uh bike riders coming by um and it was like well we gotta sell them shit uh and so it was like oh no i'll cut like my my small amounts of beer with lemonade that i have left over and say it's just a, a special like rider based uh you know drink just for riders uh, and uh, and then I'll get to sell twice as much. Wait, so you, um, the origin story that you love so much is a con game? Uh, it's a it's a, it's like a bespoke con game. Where it's yeah, like this true. is a thing where it's like I'm making this thing special for you, and it's like usually like it is a better solution, right? Or it's like they don't actually want to get drunk. Yeah, uh, you know, if you're riding on a bike, uh, it's not a great idea. Um, and so it's it's like kind of a nice thing that like he's like, hey, I, I I can't sell you more than this, but also you don't really want more than this either. This is a better solution. I, I like that a lot. It does seem like I'm not, I'm not I'm not obviously not much of a drinker, but if I was, that sounds like closer to what I would do. That that Stiegel sounds really good actually. Um, and I I like so here actually you know what Ezra, if this is crazy. So the main reason we're doing this episode is so I can talk about how much I hate Arnold Palmer's. Um, mm-hmm. And is this, the, is this oh, like yeah. the they blow? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it was like we either had to do an episode about drinks or old retired golfers. Yeah, summer so, <laughs> so of fun. So, we're gonna like, watch the seniors tour. I I just love lemonade and I love iced tea and every Arnold Palmer and every percentage I've ever had is was worse than one than either of those by themselves and it feels like it felt like it has always felt like instead of doing one thing right let's do two things wrong and here's 
That's why we were here, was so I could tell you that. And then yeah, I mean, I real, I'm like, really glad we found a good excuse for you to work in. You're not mixing different uh, groups of you know things and people <laughs> feeling again into something else, Alex. Okay. So I'm really glad. But yeah, you know what? You're right. The if the lemonade would just stay in its own area, it wouldn't be a problem at all. Okay. Uh, okay. But yeah. All right. Look, let me finish the point though, which is, <laughs> I don't feel that way anymore. I felt that way oh. a half hour ago, but the crazy thing is that the theme of like mixing and cutting different amounts as a summer theme has really won me over. And I what? like I don't like Arnold Palmer's, but I'm not upset by it anymore because the graveyard, the Italian soda, like the cheer wines, like the ingenuity of combining beverages, the the Rattlers is uh, the root beer float, like the the finding a different thing, the orchata cold brew. Like, this has just been such a strong theme today's episode that I'm feeling some, like, emotional connection to Arnold Palmer's. Wow. So this doesn't happen a lot on the show, but I feel like just hearing people talk about what they like has changed my opinion of that thing. And Alex, actually, do you know the story of Arnold Palmer also? Um, Arnold Palmer was a golfer. Yes, who did not like to drink, uh, I think, alcohol. And so he would ask for this drink instead. Oh. Well. So, like, I think, like, I think you can appreciate basically someone being, uh, like, kind of uh, not fitting with, like, you know, alcohol drinking, like, culture uh, and, and that sense of creativity, right? Like, that's not, that's not a bad story. No, I like it. I'm into it. And because it tastes bad, it's, like, more sippable. You can take it for a while, <laughs> which is what I like about other um, things. Uh, if you have, I'll say this. So, like, Sarah and I, like, I think we get it a lot when we're, especially when we're out at some of, like, the maybe cheaper restaurants that we frequent with her family in L.A. Um, or, or not necessarily cheaper, but, like, the, you know, whatever, the restaurants we go to. It's shittier, yeah, They're I not always the best uh, lemonade. They're not always the best iced tea there. If you have, like, mediocre uh, lemonade and mediocre iced tea together uh, mixed, they generally balance each other out in a way that is, I think, much better. Interesting. Okay. All right. All right. I'm open to it. Um, and then, so lastly, our audience votes were a uh, were Slurpees slash Slushies, depending on where you go. It's a brand name. Uh, Capri Sun and Melty Ice Cream were our top suggestions. Uh, Specifically, the the, the, I had the, slur- I had the, the Slurpee, Slurpee Slushy Icy. Uh, it, is, it was uh, half cherry, half Coke. Oh, yes. Uh, it again, was half like cherry, half Coke was the original suggestion. I, went, I had like, a straight uh, cherry Slurpee um, because I'm scared of mixing things. And um, just specifically beverages, Anthony. Um, mm-hmm. I think people of all races should get in the same cup. Anyway, didn't you? Didn't you not like? Was it like mermaids or like? Oh, it's true. Uh, I don't like mermaids or centaurs. Or centaurs. Yeah, that yeah. bothers me. But mostly because of the internal configuration of the centaur. That's what bothers me. Because he's got human intestines and then also horse intestines. He's like ninety percent intestine. I mean, some people have like. Like cow hearts walking around. There's not a problem. That's true. That I like. See, that's great. All right. So it just depends on the thing. Anyway, um, I I had the cherry Slurpee and actually I pretty much enjoyed it. Although like a lot of these beverages, I feel like when it, what, here's the thing about super sweetness is that it's like the first half of a cup is super delicious and the second half makes me want to die. And that's how my Slurpee tasted. Mm. I couldn't bring myself to get the child size Slurpee, which I would have loved entirely. I got the one step up and I wanted half of it. When I you got the, still have uh, something in you that makes you want to impress a Seven Eleven employee, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, 
I, I can't let him see me drinking a child size. It's true. Every, whenever we go out and get ice cream, my wife always gets like a kid scoop because she wants a smaller scoop. And I just, yeah. and I always like order after her and say, I would like one adult scoop, please. Just like mm. on principle. I don't want to order a kid size thing, but you're right. I could probably like a little bit less. Alex, that's, that's your, that's your horse stomach talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did not get out and try a Capri Sun, which I would have liked to do, although I have a pretty good feeling about that. And I am not as persuaded by melty ice cream. Um, I find it to be pretty off-putting. I had melty ice cream just the other day. I guess this is... I didn't say at the top of the show, this was a critical research failure for me because I didn't have any of these. <laughs> oh. But you've had, um, all, you've had some of these I, at I, some yeah. period recently. A good chunk of these at some point in my life. A lot of them not since childhood. Right. Uh, but I did have some melty ice cream the other day. And it was stressful because I was trying not to get it on my dress. Yes, yes. Yeah. That, that's fun <laughs> yes, when it's a race. Um, high yeah. chugosity because you got to finish it or it'll get messy. Yes, but it, the the ice cream itself was delicious because it was the milk bar cereal milk soft serve. Oh, when, shit. Yeah, uh, okay. Cornflake, okay. sweet and salty cornflake yeah. something, which was very uh, good. Oh, okay, I, I have a proposed way to, to, to finish this. Please, like, to make yes. this happen and get to the conclusions on it. I, I think basically... Let's instead of like going like drink by drink, let's go category category by category and sort of just like really quick whip around, see if we can figure out like what is the most chugosity drink that we've had on this list. I agree. All right, so uh, everybody, we'll see. let me give yeah. you the full rundown of everything. So, soda graveyard, red Kool Aid, Italian soda or Joan soda, frappuccino, peach cream soda, cheer wine slushy, root beer float, ginger beer, ui ocha green tea, lemonade, iced tea, orchata, uh, Slurpees. Capri Sun, melty ice cream. All right, of those, let's each take one vote. What do you? What is the most refreshing of those beverages on the list to you? What is the highest refreshingness, uh, Anthony? Lemonade. Lemonade for sure. As gonna, gonna pick that. Yeah, I think I probably would have to say lemonade. Also, I mean, this is the thing where it's like I feel like that we're gonna end up with lemonade being the trick of summer, which is the most boring answer, but I know it's like inevitable. Anyway, right? But let's keep on going. Yeah, because you want to root for an underdog, but also if lemonade loses, what an insult this would all be to everybody. Sarah, well, a hot take. Sarah, what is um, what is your uh, top refreshingness? Oh, you know I'm a lemonade bitch. Yep, me too. I'm all lemonade. All right, straight lemonade. All right, let's talk about uh, craveability or chugosity. So, like, either you desire it or you desire to. I'd like to split them up into two categories actually, because I think they're different. Okay, let's do craveability first. Uh, as you start, craveability, highest craveability on here. Um, I'm gonna. Also, like, I'm is gonna everything is everything cool at your house? I mean. Yeah, that's the happy screens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. All right. So yeah, what's your highest craveability on here? Uh, I I think I would I would put uh I, like for that I'd want some kind of like basically like ice cream based thing. So I'll do like a uh, like a milkshake or a, a root beer float. Mm. Like root beer float, I think was I feel pretty good about. It. I could I and so is that I guess is that highest amount of craveability or most common craveability like highest frequency of craveability? No, I think it's it's it is. I don't often like uh, it's the highest amount. Like, is when you want this thing, this is the thing you want. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna do mine. I guess when I was a kid, I feel like Slurpee was much higher on craveability for me. Mm-hmm. But now I want lemonade. And what I've learned is usually when I really want lemonade, I'm actually just thirsty, and water would really help take the edge off, and I don't actually want all the sugar. But I definitely think of lemonade more in that situation now. But old time Slurpee, Sarah. Gonna say horchata. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's a good one. I like it. Good answer, Anthony. If there's a horchata anywhere I go, I will buy it. Yeah, it's yes, yes. That's the oh yeah. I mean, yeah, the curb appeal true. is a different different category, but horchata in that big jar, 
makes it like mm-hmm. with the spoon in it it's hard not to it's, it's one of the only Kyle drinks confirmed that... it across the room too so you know what I'm mm. yeah so so here's the thing what the only one of the, one of the only drinks i can think of that is better the more gritty it gets you know yep. like mm-hmm. oh interesting it's smooth, like, sugar. Yeah, yeah you want you want that grit you want a good like a, an inch of cinnamon silt yeah you basically yeah you like gotta stir it up make sure and they get get from the deep down and then like you want that like a, you know a good layer of like residue and you pan for gold in the rest of your cup <laughs> anthony craveability uh, I, I'm gonna say uh, like a rupee float, mm. but I think that's it's very much like a uh, you know they say don't go shopping when you're hungry, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just like I right now am craving a rupee float because as uh, as was going into the minute details of the weird texture, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have not been able to stop thinking about that. That was going to be one of my it. questions so, was of this, what are you most desiring to try ne- try today? And I I mean, I think this is full credit to you, Ezra, because I'm not even a big root beer float, float fan, but you described the shit out of that. Okay. Man, that your your version of a root beer float fucks. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. I really have been thinking like, yeah, that is like a really nice, interesting kind of sugar. Also, I, I Kyle's Cheerwine slushy made me really want that, so that's high. For I have so I have a bottle of Cheerwine like that I got for this, and I haven't gotten to it yet because like I went through like five sugar drinks last yeah, night. It's too many uh, with the family, but um, I, I'm gonna try like a like homemade version, I guess, uh, where I'll like maybe like like pour the Cheerwine into like a thin like cookie sheet, basically, uh, to like get it like kind of chilled, and then try to like break it up, uh, maybe oh, like in a blender. What See a fun idea! There. All right. Um, let's see, where were we? Who hasn't done craveability? Sir, did you? I think we all have. Great. Yeah, everyone did. Chugosity. I'm going to go first. Um, um, yeah, or I'm going to go horchata on this one. I feel like chugosity, like, like of these drinks, the one that I finish the fastest if it's put in front of me is horchata. I cannot drink horchata slowly. Um, Sarah. really difficult yeah um not to like toot my own horn but i'm gonna do my peach cream soda oh, oh interesting wow. yeah that's great you can toot your own i mean I think there's a lot of self-horn tooting here like why bring a horn if you're not gonna toot it that's what i always say this is one of my favorite things about this uh this like i guess challenge is that everyone has a strong opinion about this no one has been asked this question before of like what is your drink of the summer um, but it's like, oh, I actually, I didn't realize I really care about this and it's all deeply personal, yeah. which I really, really like. Yeah. I like this um, too. Yeah. Um, as what's your chugosity? It's going to be my green tea, uh, yeah. but I will like, I will also expand to say like most iced teas, especially like, like the, the tea Java, like a uh, black, black tea is like a, a very chuggable yeah. tea as well. I drink a lot um, of Snapple as a teenager, yeah. um, which is too sweet for me now, but I enjoyed, but, uh, now there's like an, like an honest tea where it's like not nearly as sweet. Yeah, I'm quite totally. fond of. Um, Anthony, Chugosity. Um, I I'm gonna say uh, depends how hot it is. Oh, but okay. on like a really really hot summer day, I think lemonade is probably like the most like so chuggable. you know when you just need to get liquid in you mm-hmm. and you're just yeah. like oh, this one will do and it's good and you just like oh this whole bottle's gone look at that fun um, uh, another vote for yes. lemonade the killer beverage um all right yeah. food, food accompaniment sarah you go first food accompaniment yeah um i think i gotta go lemonade yeah mm. crushing it on it's lemonade that acid it's that acid it, it's good with food it's so nice yeah. um ezra uh i mean i'll do arnold palmer i'll do like a uh, a black 
uh, iced tea. Yeah, I'm going to go iced tea as well. I feel like iced tea is a great food accompaniment. That's like, mm-hmm. I almost never buy beverages at restaurants because I um, was like paying for my own food for a long time and I like figured out how to save $3 on every meal um, by just ordering water. And But if I'm going to get something now, it's going to be iced tea because it's just a great fun thing to have next to it. Um, Anthony. Uh, I'm going to throw a wild code at the end and say uh, suicide. Ooh. Wow. Food accompaniment. You, what, you, this yeah, is you, a wild, wild card. Yeah, I think that you're at, let's say I'm at a... A buffet of some sort. I'm getting a big sloppy miss plate of food, bunch of different stuff. I'm gonna just run my cup along that fountain machine and fill it up with all the different flavors. You know, that is uh, you're a fun loving dude, and I like that about you. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, that, that I'm so my my I didn't get to talk about it, but my suicide like uh, I guess introduction oh, yeah. uh, was um, little league um, oh. uh, for baseball, and like basically if you doesn't matter if you win or lose. Um, you get team drinks afterwards. Yeah. Uh, and so, like, uh, at the... That's like, what the taught you to be shack. soft. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it's fine either way. Basically, yeah, like, you, you, you get, like, like I don't know. It was small cups. But, but yeah, $5, <laughs> I think, for team drinks um, for the whole team. And basically, yeah, like, the cool way to do it, I, like, it was just a really cool thing. It was like, hey, you don't have to choose one. You choose all of them. Yeah. And I just, I liked... I liked having that, like embracing that spirit of experimentation. I like that too. Yeah, All right, we're gonna finish up with how summary you feel drinking it. Sarah, start us off. You know it's gonna be lemonade. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Would it have been different when you were a kid, or is this all now? Honestly, no, it probably still would have been lemonade because um, in my little cul-de-sac, we all had, like, the, the kids were all about the same age, and we all had lemonade stands, and we would just end up hanging out in each other's driveways <laughs> drinking each other's lemonade. Yeah, competition. Um, so dri- did it drive down the price? Was it ever as, like, zero dollars for this? I mean, this- everyone's parents are just, basically, you do a little circuit of the cul-de-sac and support everyone. Yeah. Oh, that's really I, cute. I- Come on, you guys know you were price fixing. I remember reading the controversy. The, yeah, the famous yes. uh, Seattle area lemonade cartel. Yeah. Or it's just well, this it one quarter moving around to all the different County stands, right? Yeah. yeah, right. Oh, sorry, yeah. Sarah, go ahead. Oh, I said it was unincorporated King County at that point. Yeah. It wasn't oh, okay. a funny joke. It was just, <laughs> just a good clarification. How we didn't have a city for a while. Ezra, how summer do you feel? <laughs> uh, I mean, this is this is like, I'm not the biggest lemonade person, but I don't know of a more summery thing than lemonade. Like, um, like I, I, it is like, it comes out, it comes out like this. It is the perennial drink of summer. I don't know how else to do it. Um, uh, I agree. Sometimes I wish it wasn't true, but it still is. It's super is. Um, the only thing I'm thinking about for how summer you feel is like, could I drink lemonade in spring and fall? And the answer is yes. Um, whereas a root beer float or a melty ice cream, much less likely. The, like especially really? melty ice cream is such a summery thing because like otherwise we'd be inside and it'd be not that hot. Like I, I would order a root beer float at other sort of like uh, nostalgia type diners. It's more like mm. like if I go to like mm. like we have Mel's uh, like I, that that's fine. Like there's a burger place where I'd, I'd get it. Like it's an option instead of a, a milkshake when you don't want so much dairy. Uh, okay. I, I wouldn't feel bad about that. All right. Well, but I'm so I'm gonna put yeah. I'm gonna say root beer float makes me feel more summery than lemonade. Um, but partially now That's I'm just good. like rebelling against tooting my own horn too much. Which I know. The thing I always I say know. is if you're gonna toot your own horn, don't do it too much. <laughs> um, Anthony, for tooting but not too much. What's your summery drink? Strawberry lemonade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was my mom's. Now I'm just 
Now I'm just craving stuff and saying things out loud. Uh, <laughs> strawberry lemonade sounds really good right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go get me a strawberry lemonade here. That in a does few sound minutes, very good. So that's All right. Well, so um, not only has lemonade taken the, the, the hot take for uh, probably top beverage of summer for our group, but also I'm going to say my list got the most votes overall. And just like with laser tag, I created a podcast so I could win it. Um, I will say this. So here's what's interesting. So if you guys want Chugosity, it's not actually really we have any consensus. No consensus Everyone's on Chugosity. I agree with that. And no, and and craveability seems to be root beer float, but but again, like we it'll basically you crave like what we crave and what we chug is different than what refreshes and what feels like summer. What a classic read it and weep saying. What we crave and what we chug is different. <laughs> what we chug is different than what feels like summer. Great. <laughs> uh, but I would love That's if you t-shirt. at home would uh, weigh in. I want your, you can give us your votes for refreshing crave. We're going to put this whole chart up online of how we yeah. voted. Um, but you can put uh, your votes by each one, or you can tell us overall whose who's gr- list of bever- whose slate of beverages you would most enjoy right now or most have enjoyed as a kid. Um, please, I think this will be a fun one to continue talking about. So get your, tell us your opinions on Facebook and Twitter. We'd love to hear them. Um, I want the drink of fall also later. Like I'm, 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 I'm in for this for the entire year. Oh my god! So, yeah, I have to run errands this afternoon, and I'm already planning like where I can go <laughs> right now. Um, well, maybe as we're after the summer of fun is over, it's time for the fall of also fun. Maybe, wow! We should just always have maybe fun, need, guys. We deserve it, guys. Or we um, just change the show to endless summer, where we just keep doing like we just go swimming in the winter. We do like the polar plunge. Oh well. I mean, there are more months that can be wet, but I, I feel weird about this, but, but we'll see. I, I, I would love during the coldest months to do like a hot drink version of oh, this. Oh, yes. Yeah. Cozy uh, drinks. I mean, it's got to be yeah. hot chocolate, but yes. Well, okay. Uh. Stop stop putting your views out here <laughs> and tainting the voting. All right. But just number one seat, just like Lemonade was number one seat in this tournament. Yeah. No, we, we can definitely have like a bracket next time if you want. Uh, I, I mean, I'm excited for when we get to, yeah. Try a pumpkin spice lattes. Oh yeah, I'm into uh, it. I'm into it. Uh, cider. I'm into this very much. Hot this toddies. So yeah, we also have not done any. By the way, I'm sure there are some people at home who are like, "This is a really weird discussion that has not involved booze at all, um, except for the Radler discussion." And uh, part yeah. of the reason is that I'm not a drinker. So for me, this episode would be way less fun if I had to go drink this weekend. Um, but I, I'm sure there would be a very interesting discussion of everybody talking about their favorite boozier drinks for each season. Uh, but we're going to have to wrap on that great callback. Yeah, I was trying if to think you missed, if, I had if you don't understand why it was a callback, you should have listened closely to the beginning part of the podcast where we very much set up that killer joke that we were just all stunned with. Look. So so hilarious, you couldn't laugh. Look, Ezra, I want to say that I did a very good job of organizing this episode. And um, if you're going to bring a horn, toot it. So this is my chance. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of a callback from a minute ago. It's fine. So those are words he said before he said it again. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. That is it for our our show. We will be back again next week, continuing on uh, a little bit of summer of fun and a little bit of wet month. Um, get wet stay wet everybody uh, thank you for listening um, please if you haven't yet go rate us and review us in the uh, iTunes podcast store as whatever it is called and the uh, on Google Play pod, whatever they are 
please rate us and review us so other people can find out about the show. And really, don't hurt yourself. Four stars is plenty. Um, but we appreciate you getting in there and doing that. Uh, thank you for being here, Anthony. As always, I'm so glad I got here to be hydrated. Good, yeah, yeah. Enjoy your day of drinking more sugary beverages. Ezra, thank you for putting in so much more research than us, and good luck on finishing your weird experiments. I have so many drinks in the fridge that are like half finished. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'm uh, very excited to get to rest them. Also, uh, yeah, so uh, Sarah, thanks to you, I did have a mocha frappuccino this morning. Um, like, it's a, it's a weird way to start the breakfast, <laughs> uh, but it is delightful. Uh, I got a, I got a small, which is 300 calories, uh, the tall version. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's intense. Uh, get out there. Thank you for being here, Sarah. Thank you for uh, being so positive all the time. Hey, always, except about Arnold Palmer's. That drink can suck it. What? <laughs> Where were you when I needed you? I said it. I said they blow. Yo, I, was I wish you'd been more. All right. Should have listened more. I should have. I know. I was too busy being uh, angry and then trying to mature. Um, yeah. <laughs> good. Okay. Great. Well, that's great news. Um, well, we really appreciate it. Everybody check out KFAB, her podcast about wrestling and fashion, especially as they talk yeah. about this new wrestling division. It's Yo. very fun. And we try to be aware of all the bullshit that goes along with it. So yeah. definitely do it before podcast as a medium uh, becomes irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're basically dinosaurs yeah. in our last days. We're all dying. Approaches, so. <laughs> all right. Well, partying. Thanks, yeah. Partying as the world burns. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We, we really appreciate it. Everybody, take care. Enjoy your summer. Get wet. Bye. Bye.